Welcome to CTO Confessions with TC Gill. Brought to you by IT Labs. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of CTO Confessions is brought to you by the one and only IT Labs, providing technology leaders with purpose-driven development teams for high-performance innovation and productivity. What more could you want? Please think of us like tech leaders' favourite off-the-shelf service, providing quality, high-performing teams off that shelf. And your host today is me, TC Gill, IT Labs Chief Talking Officer, and I'm speaking from London, UK. So, Jamie, welcome to CTO Confessions. It's great to have you on board, sir. Thanks, TC. Very, very excited to do this. Brilliant. So tell the audience who are listening to this podcast who you are, what you do, and who you work for. Cool. So I'm Jamie Smith-Webb. Uh, I'm the CTO uh, of a healthcare company called Newman. Um, yeah, I've been doing that for uh, almost about six months now. Wow, fantastic. And we're going to jump into that in a minute. But first, cool. what's your journey been like to tech leadership? Oof. I maybe start way, way back uh, in tech when I was a, a young lad. Um, I've always been into technology, eight-year-old kid, developing with my older brother uh, in the old days, uh, ZX Spectrum, if you remember. Oh, that. yes, I had yeah. one of those. Yeah. <laughs> So I used to play around developing little games on that. And then from there at school, did a lot of technology, did computing science at uni in Glasgow. And then from there, just loved engineering, got into software engineering. And then I started to develop a real passion for not just kind of building things myself, but seeing other people build stuff. And that's where my real journey into kind of leadership and management started probably about 15 years ago now in London, in fintech at the bigger banks and then smaller smaller companies, startups, just kind of developing that, that view of how leadership can really transform people and teams into, into something different. Fantastic, I love it. Yeah. So um, you kind of mentioned uh, a second ago, you have a passion around building stuff. What is it about building stuff that you love? What, what drives that? What makes you jump out of bed in the morning? I think back in the day with a software engineer, it was the feeling of I've got to be honest with you, like creating something out of nothing in a way. You sat there with a kind of almost like a blank screen and you could solve a ton of problems with, with sort of with your creative part of your mind. Yeah. And that was fantastic. That was the bit that you kind of, you didn't know where it was going to go and you just had to crack it. And then when it got into leadership, the aspects of taking a group of people and developing a team culture, a way of being a, almost like a team philosophy with the people that are in front of you that didn't exist before. And it's always unique. Uh, that's the kind of uh, the, the great bit about being a leader now. Mm. You kind of see this uniqueness in this creativity process in the individuals, but also at a team level as well. So it's quite, quite, quite amazing. I love it. That's great. It reminds me, actually, because I come from a software and electronic background as well. And I love that, starting off with nothing and uh, yes. designing up from scratch. So that's great. So I'm really curious about the company that you work for, actually, Newman. I've, I've heard the name... What's the problem that they're solving in the market? So the big kind of mission of Newman, it's a digital healthcare company, and their view is to try and essentially make men happier and healthier in their lives. And the modern man is kind of beset in some ways with inaction and inertia around their health. And so Newman's place in this is to create like a holistic healthcare for men to move them from the inactions of inertia into a place of doing something about their health. Wow, I love it. As you're describing that, I'm thinking of all examples for myself, how I can get more healthy. <laughs> and, and what does a tech leader do in a company like this? What's, what's your uh, role as a, as a tech pioneer? 
So uh, at Newman, very typically started out as a sort of e-commerce company selling uh, medication, um, non-prescription medication, originally and then prescription medication online. And the way they're shifting, and the way we're shifting into thinking about what we do is a set of technologies and experience for our patients that helps them achieve their health outcomes. So my role as a, as a tech leader in there is to figure out how do we build those platforms? How do we create that experience and that pathway for our patients and customers that's compelling, that's really easy to use, that lets them get to the health goal. So it's all things like looking at building a medical platform. So place where we understand you as a patient, uh, we understand the conditions, the diagnosis we have on you and how we can treat you to the experience you have with our app, uh, how it feels to use that, how integrated that is with our coaches, our clinicians, our customer care staff. So creating that really compelling experience and developing that kind of medical platform. Wow, fantastic. I love it. So Jamie, we're going to now put the spotlight back on you. I'm really interested in your leadership because this podcast is about learning from other tech leaders. How do you roll as a leader? What's your style? So I think my style is, from the feedback I've had, like very authentic, uh, quite relaxed. Um, I like to give people the space to kind of explore their, their style, if that's uh, managing managers or uh, individual contributors, giving them the autonomy to kind of find the right path. That's kind of my philosophy and how, how I do things. And what's the thing as a tech leader? Because I can imagine being a tech leader, there's lots of kind of pressures, there's lots of demands mm -hmm. on you. There's lots of trying to figure out where things are going. All companies are interwoven into the digital fabric of the world and yeah. you're kind of leading that space. What's the mm. thing that keeps you up at night, Jamie? I think there's multiple things that kind of that ping around in my brain late in the evening. I think a big one is, are we solving the right problems? Um, you can get carried away quite quite often, certainly as a technologist, solving problems. Are we mm. solving the right ones, the compelling ones? Um, obviously, security uh, is a big one. I work in the healthcare industry, uh, so being sure that uh, we're thinking ahead of yes. how we can kind of be uh, as uh, cyber secure as we can. Those are the two big ones, I would say, at the moment, that are certainly kind of pinging around my brain. Yeah, absolutely. Security's come up a few times in our series. And yeah. uh, I must admit, I, I, I'm not envious, you know, because <laughs> it, it, it's, it's like a battleground, isn't it? You know, there's people yeah. trying to pull one, a fast one, and you're trying to take one step ahead of them. You also mentioned that, um, you know, trying to figure out where, where you need to go as tech, because tech is always changing. And yeah. it's, a, it's an ongoing kind of changing Rubik's Cube almost. <laughs> how do you handle that? What's your tips to our tech leaders out there of how you deal with it? So um, it took me a while to figure this out, uh, if I'm totally honest. And I think in my earlier days, I thought I had to understand it all myself. Um, so I was pretty bad at asking for help. Ah. And, and so more these days than any others, I look to my community. So um, I'm part of a couple of groups, that fellow CTOs or VPs of engineering, and we discuss topics. We kind of put our thoughts out there. It's a really good space to say, I've heard about this, I'm not sure what this means to us, and we can kind of collect our thoughts. Just using the community is a great way of kind of figuring out how yes. things are changing. Um, and also your peers um, and within within your company. I spent a lot of time with um, our founder, Socrates, and he's got views. He's comes from a sort of technology background as well. And so we just kind of chew the fat quite mm. often about, what do you think about generative AI and how it can change healthcare? And it's not him saying to me, you've got to have a strategy. It's more like, oh, let's, let's talk that through. Let's, let's figure mm -hmm. out what it is. So really asking for help um, is my is my big thing here and 
try and get other people's views, mix it with my own, and we collectively kind of emerge with a with a good sense of the world. Yes, I think that's a great tip for all all leaders. In fact, ask yeah. for help. You know, this yeah. is yeah. I think the pre um, conception that leaders don't ask for help is thankfully fading away. You know, yeah. and becoming yeah. clearer that it's important because as you, as you kind of mentioned, your peers and your community have all got knowledge and wisdom that you might yeah. not see clearly, and having those enlightening conversations brings that to the fore. And now coming on to your leadership in terms of your teams and getting the best out of them, what's your tips around making sure that you get the best out of your teams and there's alignment and you're kind of all working towards the same goal? So I think there's probably two big things I'd point to here. One, maybe I should have mentioned this when you asked my leadership style, but there's a big one for me of like managing the people in front of you uh, or managing the human in front of you. And so a lot of the time, certainly for me in my earlier days, I built up expectations in my own head about what someone's able to do, what they should be able to do. And then when I interacted with them and talk about goals or objectives or alignment, there wasn't that kind of understanding whether they're able to do it, whether they're in the headspace to do it, whether their skills match. And so the big tip for me really is manage the human in front of you, get to know them, set expectations together, create that clarity. And then from that, uh, I found really good success from that base of being clear around what is the objective? What is the goal? Why is it that goal? Mm. And that creates a really good set of conversations after that, where you can explore together how a team or how an individual can contribute to that goal, how they see it, what's their viewpoint. And so, and that allows that really good alignment that I was talking about before, yes. that you can get very close to what you need to do and you can help them get there. Yeah, I love it. And offline, we kind of talked about this idea of create short ones and long ones. Speak to that. I think that was in really interesting. Yeah, for me, that was that was around having a really clear vision of where it is you're trying to go from a long-term perspective. And we often miss that, uh, mm -hmm. certainly as leaders uh, in technology, especially creating a technical strategy is like a scary thing to consider. But when you do that, you almost calm people's brains down from worrying about everything that could be possible in the future and they could focus on one version of it. And from that, then you can iterate. You can look at really kind of short-term goals, short-term objectives, indicators that you're going in the right direction. You can start to, you know, the, the OKR type um, view of the world, which is the longer, longer objective, the small indicators as you go that you can get feedback to say you're heading in the right direction. Yeah. So setting those short-term uh, aspects and aligning to them creates this momentum that's fantastic if you start to, to get it going but it does need that long-term view if you don't have it it's almost just like treading water there's a lot of effort and doesn't feel like you're going anywhere in particular yeah i love it so here you go jamie i've got a question around uh, remote working and working with augmented teams as well mm. um, a lot of companies is a big topic in the industry around how do you kind of make up your teams what's the blend what's the right blend core teams or remote teams do you have any experience of that what's worked and what didn't work yeah, so um, my previous roles, we've done a variety of sort of different um, different ways of putting teams together. We've, we've augmented teams, we've had uh, internal teams, external teams. We've tried a, a, a quite a different blend. And I think um, similar to the last conversation we talked about on remote versus in-person, there's no perfect way of doing it. Um, in my view, we've had some terrific teams that have been fully external and fully internal and augmented. I would say, though, that it comes back to the, one of the topics we talked about a moment ago, the alignment and the understanding and the expectation setting is the key bit. 
if you can right. augment a team in the right way and you know why you've augmented them, you've understood the dynamics of the team, what you're, what you're going after and why this augmentation, uh, whether it be a contractor, whether it be a sort of permanent partnership, you bring external people in, doesn't really matter as long as they understand why they're there and mm. the choices that have been made to get them there and why the team's set up the way they're set up. At least a really good conversations. I've been in places where the team themselves have turned around uh, as an augmented team and said, you know what would make more sense? Splitting us in two so we could focus on this and they could focus on that. We've all had a chat. We think it's the best way to do it. That's fantastic. That's great to hear. Yeah. Um, but it came with like really clear alignment and expectation setting. Excellent. That's really good. I love that. Love that. Great advice, I think, for our tech leaders out there. So as we're coming towards the closing arc of our time together, unfortunately, I've got some really nice warm questions for you. What tips would you give to other tech leaders out there, aspiring tech leaders, as to maybe make their journey smoother and more enjoyable? To answer that, I'll go I'll go a little bit deep, if you don't mind. I'm going to give a bit, a bit of experience. So my journey over the past six, seven years, I probably burnt out two or three times. And I came back to a common set of patterns I was doing that weren't helping me. And so my advice is probably around how to avoid doing that. Mm. And, and for me... One we've touched on before is asking for help. It's It took me a while to get my head around that it's actually a real sense of strength and understanding of yourself that you can go and ask for help. And it could be specific or general, but I wish I had just said to uh, my boss and my peers at the time, I'm actually struggling at the moment. I'm finding this week really tough and the same as last week and I can't seem to move forward. Mm. Um, as soon as I started doing that, the amount of help, just um, put yourself in the, in the reverse situation. If someone came to you and said, I'm struggling today or this week, me and I'm sure you too, TC and many others that I know would say, oh, I'd love to help. Like, what, what can I help you with? Do you just want to chat? Do we go grab a coffee? Like, how can I help you? And seeing it from that perspective, that asking for help is a fantastic way of building relationships, is a great way of you solving your problems and helping others solve theirs. Yes. That's a big tip I'd give. I think the other one I would give is around, there's two, I'll choose one of the two. One of them is around expectation setting and one is around confidence. Right. The expectation setting one is my ability to be a leader drastically changed when I understood the game of almost like uh, uncovering, like an like a archaeologist, uncovering the expectations that are there. So digging in deep and asking people, what do you really expect? Like, here's what I expect. Is it the same thing you expect? But anything. That's a huge one for me that nice. when I started understanding that, that was in my head, wasn't in their head. I mean, I had to do some work to align. That changed the game completely. Like working with product peers, working with CEOs and founders, working with teams, individual engineers, everybody can have those conversations and you can kind of align. So those are the two big ones, I'd say. Yeah, I love it. The uh, expectation one. Reminds me of the book, The Power of Expectations. I think that's what it's called. Okay. And uh, they, they, it is a powerful thing. And it's, this is where we get alignment as well, when we understand yeah, yeah. what stories we're telling ourselves. And uh, and is it the same story that you're telling you, yourself? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so great tips there. Beautiful. And any books or films or anything that's kind of helped you along your journey towards tech leadership, which you'd like to kind of share here? Yeah, I think um, oh, I've read so many really, really good books. The one that probably shifted my way of being an individual kind of one-to-one -one manager. Uh, it's a very good book called The Coaching Habit. It's quite a small book. 
And it talks about, I think there's, if I remember right, there's five questions it goes through as how you can ask the questions, what questions to ask as a, um, in a kind of coaching habit. And it's very much around taking a step back from you being you in the conversation and focusing on the individual that's in front of you. And it talks about how you can ask them questions to open their mind and get them thinking rather than you saying, I'm your manager, I should know the answer to the question. Um, yes, I think you should do this. No, I don't need to do that. It's more like, why do you think? Yes. How do you get to that way of thinking? So the coaching habit uh, is a really good one. On a more practical sense, I mean, this is mentioned so often, but like Team Topologies book. Um, mm -hmm. It's a really good summary of how to think about teams. I think those are the two I would recommend uh, people read. Brilliant. Thank you for that. Here we go. I'm going to offer you a wish. You don't get this very often. I'm going to be the tech genie for a second. I'm going to offer you a wish. What would you wish for, for your leadership, for your industry, for your teams? So I would say, looking at the industry as a whole, the wish is, it's kind of an odd one in some ways, I guess more honesty. And what I mean by that, I don't think people are being dishonest. What I mean by that is, I have one-to-one -one conversations with a lot of uh, my peers in different companies, same role as me, or VP of engineering roles, or director roles. And when we talk about stuff, it feels so sensible and personal and they're having the same struggles I am. We're all trying to figure it out. Nobody has the answers that we're all looking for. We have to figure it out together. But then sometimes you'll read blogs and hear things in the, like, uh, in the community. And it sounds like there are people that figured it out. And there are people that, you know, go around and solve the biggest problems really easily. And it plays into the narrative, like asking for help. You shouldn't need to ask for help. You just kind of know it. Mm. So I think I'd strip that away from industry and say, listen, we're all individuals. We're all trying really, really hard to figure things out. And I wish sometimes more of us would stand up and say, I don't actually know the answer, but I'll tell you my thoughts. Here's where I'm, I'm at. Yes. And we can collectively like add together and figure that out. And I don't think it's necessarily just a tech thing. It's a kind of wider. Yeah. Um, there's a level of authenticity there and honesty yeah. into the space because it was going to make a quote then from some kind of wise kind of uh, spiritual <laughs> kind of thing. But I think dealing with reality, you know, mm. speaking to what is here, what is here now Absolutely. And, and, and building from that as opposed, as opposed to the stories that we're telling ourselves, because as we know, all our stories are very different and sometimes absolutely amazingly <laughs> different. So that's great. Yeah. I think it's a great wish. I'm going to bring that. I'm going to bring more honesty to the world. There you go. Excellent. <laughs> lovely that's great jamie so as we come to the final full stop of the podcast is there anything that you'd like to share with our tech leader audience out there about a final key takeaway that you'd like to gift them with yeah i would go back to something i touched on earlier which is as a leader as a manager it's i found it so important to focus on the person that's in front of you when you're leading and I, to accept that them as they are without the expectations you have of them once i've once i understood that a bit better in my career it dropped the amount of stress and strain it allowed me to have really good conversations with the person in front of me on one-to-ones or within the teams and it allowed them space to express themselves in a way that helped them do their job better so it helped everybody so that's the one thing i really kind of impart just manage the people in front of you excellent what a beautiful human-centric full stop to the podcast Thank you for that, Jamie. It's been great having you on CTO Confessions. Thanks, DC. And finally, 
Remember to subscribe to CTO Confessions podcast and IT Labs newsletter, where you get regular tech articles and invites to the IT Labs webinar series. URLs for this can be found at the bottom of this page. We are consistently creating material to create, nurture and support a community of tech leaders. And of course, if you want to know more about IT Labs services, including our Teams as a Service service, please don't hesitate to get in touch. As mentioned in the intro, please think of us like tech leaders' favourite off-the-shelf service, providing agility, high-performing teams off that shelf with a wide breadth of skill and knowledge. Well, that's all, folks. Look after each other and keep safe. Wishing you all a good day or evening, wherever you are in the world, from all of us here at IT Labs. Live long, live well and prosper. Until we meet again on the next CTO Confessions podcast.